1: Go to Shopify.com slash Betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Betches.
3: They say, yeah. never really miss you till you dead or you gone. Uh-huh. So on that note, I'm leaving after the song. So you ain't got to feel no way about Jay so long. But at least let me tell you why I'm this way. Hold on. I was conceived by Gloria Carter and Agnes Reeves, who made love under the sycamore tree, which makes me a more sicker MC and my mama would claim. At 10 pounds when I was born, I didn't give her no pain. told through the years, I gave her her fair Yeah, I gave her her first real scare. I made it for birth when I got here. She knows my purpose wasn't purpose. I ain't perfect, I kid. But I feel worthless because my shirts wasn't matching my gear. Now I'm just scratching the surface because what's been... Buried under there was a kid torn apart. Once his pop disappeared, I went to school, got good grades, could behave when I wanted, but I had demons deep inside that were raised when confronted. Hold on. me and my mama couldn't beat me hard enough to match the pain of my pop not seeing me so with that just stain in my membrane got on my pimp games, fuck the world my defense came then the haven introduced me to the game spanish jose introduced me to Kane. i'm a hustler now my gear is in and i'm in the in crowd and all the way be light-skinned girls are loving me now my self-esteem went through the roof man i got my swag got a vocal from this girl when the man got back plus i hit my mama with cash my show that i had supposedly knowing nobody paid jazz whack ass i'm getting ahead of myself by the way i could rap but that can't Second to me moving is crack Give me a second, I swear I would say about my rap career To 96 came, I'm here, goodbye I the rush like a woman. The adrenaline rush, your blood boils. You in a spot knowing cops can rush, and yeah, you in a drop. You so easy to touch. No two days are alike, except the first and fifteen. Pretty much, and trust there's a word you seldom hear from us hustlers. We don't sleep, we rest one eye up. And the drop can find a man when the well dries up. You learn to the worth of water without work. You thirst, you die. Yep, and niggas get tired of for product. The little brothers' ring fingers get cut up the show mothers they really got them. And this is the stress I live with till I decided to try this rap before living. I pray I'm forgiven for every bad decision I've made, every sister i played. Cause I'm still paranoid to this day, and it's nobody for I made the decisions I made. This is the life I chose, but rather the life that chose me. If you can't respect that, your whole perspective is whack. Maybe you love me when I fade to black. If you can't respect that, your whole perspective is whack. Maybe you love me when I fade to black. If you can't respect that, your whole perspective is whack. Maybe you love me when I fade to black. If you can't respect that, your whole perspective is whack. Maybe you love me when I fade to black. When I fade to black if you can't respect that your whole perspective is whack. maybe you love me when I fade to black
2: back back you guys welcome to your week. this is so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey this is your pal Ryan and if you are listening to my voice you uh either you, you realize that something is very wrong or you think this is the sexiest baritone you've ever heard. no, you guys. I am not feeling well at all. It's nine o'clock on Sunday night and I you'll hear I did this um I did the pop culture roundup with Sophie at nine am today and I woke up and I knew I wasn't feeling well and you'll hear it like I'm pretty loopy I don't even I mean I'm always loopy but I think it's still I think it's really funny and Sophie's amazing, but I knew I wasn't feeling well and then i had I went out and had like a really good day happy father's day to everybody out there a day after. And now my throat is just killing me and I feel really bad. So instead of, you know, instead of the three to four hour podcast I usually do on Mondays, I'm just going to do, we're going to cut to the pop culture roundup right now. There are so many other stories I have that I want to talk to you guys about other TV shows and a couple of bits that I even reference in this that I was planning on putting in to today's show, but my voice just hurts really bad. And uh, I've got a couple of shows tomorrow. So I'm hoping to knock myself out. I'm hoping my dog will participate and take her meds and sleep through the night finally. And um, I just got to take care of myself. So wanted to apologize <clears throat> up top about that. So we're going to cut right to there. Um, you know what? I'm not going to even say leave a good review because this is this is subpar right now. I'm just going to be honest. Um, also, when you hear the commercial, just know I'm doing that commercial not feeling well. So that's why my voice will be a little messed up. Um, But that's it. I hope you guys have the best week ever though. Even if I'm not having the best Monday, I know you guys can. So let's just jump into this. And hopefully by Tuesday, everything is so amazing that I will hit you with the, I'll I'll knock you off your coal mining asses with just the best podcast ever, but I'm going to cut to uh, Sophie Ross. She's back for the pop culture roundup. It is just always so fun to talk to Sophie. And even though I wasn't feeling good, I was like, ah, this is just, I just love talking to Sophie. So hopefully you guys will like hearing it and I will talk to you um, hopefully bright and early on Tuesday. My God, do you think maybe it's just the end of Vanderpump Rules and my body was like, now you can die, son you can you you've you've done the duty that no one has asked you for Um, okay you guys have a great monday and i will talk to you hopefully on tuesday bye you guys welcome to your week this is the first week post scandable thank god let's see what else there is to talk about uh hopefully there are things i know there are things but regardless even if i don't things no there by the way so this is the end of the show uh we had a good run and sophie uh ross is here to say goodbye to you guys as well it was really fun while it lasted but we there's nothing else that could possibly be said about anything pop culture related because vanderpump rules destroyed everything brooklyn you're gonna fall off the bed Well, anyway sophie ross welcome to the show
0: Hello, everyone. Hello, Ryan. Good morning. Good morning. Good Good morning. Oh, stop.
2: Okay. See, it's really, it's early here for me on Sunday and she's, you're at a a Jersey Shore house. Is that what you said?
0: I'm at a beach house right now with uh, my boyfriend's family for Father's Day and I'm on the East Coast. So it's like only noon here, but on the West Coast. it's nine a.m., baby. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh my god! Wait, so we, once again, every weekend you travel somewhere. It is like, where in the world is Carmen, San Diego? But with you, <laughs> it's, it's don't you get? I mean, how are you not exhausted twenty four? I am.
0: I actually want just one weekend where I can just like hang out in the city and like see my friends in the city and like you know just like be home. But it's like always it's it's summer. If you live in New York, you know that in the summer everyone's everywhere. Like everyone goes to beach houses or weddings or whatever it is. Like
2: Sophie, I watch Summer House. I know how it works.
0: In New York. <laughs> I know Wait, how the it way, works. Like I'm very curious. Because they should be filming soon. Like, what's happening?
2: Well, I mean, we talked last, and I think we talked right before the end reunion, like the last part of the reunion. And I will say, just in comparison, I've been watching Summer House Martha's Vineyard on Sunday nights, which I think is so superior to actually Summer House that I don't even know how you would fix the actual Summer House summer. Like, I know it's going to keep going, but Uh I don't know how you would make that show enjoyable anymore
0: right i agree and i'm only like three or so episodes into martha's vineyard um because like sunday gets so good in the
2: last two episodes i know that's what everyone
0: says that's what everyone says so i've been watching it on peacock but like sunday nights were always tough with like succession and like i just like was never watching it live but now that like most of the season is on peacock i've been watching it from the beginning um so yeah i mean i'm loving it so far so yeah, I'm no, excited. It's, it's,
2: it, well, I was saying, I, I watched like the final two episodes that uh, yesterday and I was really loving it. And I was like, wow, why, what, you know, what is so different that I actually enjoy this and I don't love summer, summer house this season. And I was like, and I don't, I don't want to go down the same road that we always go down, but they're all not in their beds. The only time they're in their yeah. bed is to show straight up having sex with the night vision camera, which I love, not in a pervy sense, uh-huh. but like. The, but the married they're couple, all out of their bed
0: the, yeah, married, the married couple is always banging always yeah it's great but
2: they're all out of their bed being active with each other right if they're right. arguing they're not in bed looking at their phones and i don't right. want to point out who that would they be specifically
0: i think that needs to be a new rule for summer house is no phones they take away their phones sorry that's that's yeah. just my personal rule well,
2: imagine how activated Paige would be if you took her phone away. She oh God, would be she, like,
0: she, she like literally wouldn't voluntarily do the show anymore. She'd be like, okay, no. <laughs> you wait, she's, she you gets paid you? an
2: extra $200,000 to give up her phone.
0: phone. That girl is yes. always on her phone or vaping or having her weed <laughs> pen or in bed, which I can relate and to, I, but no, I'm I not. Think that's
2: why- <laughs> Well, I think that's why people really like Paige as well, is because we all do the same thing. The only difference is we do not have a TV show at all.
0: And we're not getting Brooklyn's paid. We're not getting yeah. paid for that lifestyle. Like, F off with that. Yeah, yeah
2: F off with that. You know, um, Brooklyn? Where's you... Brooklyn? Yeah. Uh, Brooklyn, come here.
0: Brooklyn, come on, Brooke. Nice.
2: So many things happen. Oh mean. look,
0: oh my god, look uh, at Brooklyn's glow. Uh, you guys. Brooklyn has the cutest little bow in her hair. So. Oh my god, yeah. what a little doll.
2: Oh she's on her. Oh my goodness.
0: So please mother's vineyard.
2: She's by the way, I <laughs> did you know some of was in the jacuzzi with Brooklyn? Oh, um so yeah, oh also somebody said somebody said to me why aren't you covering Atlanta? Why do you not? And I'm like, well, I'm not covering Atlanta because I only usually cover like, you know, recap wise, one or two shows, but also Atlanta sucks this season. Like there are little, there are little moments I like, but I, I couldn't even begin to want to recap that show when I feel like the show is so lost from what it, you know i remember like that yeah. season two seasons ago with that bolo season even that was shaky but that bolo episode was historic but sometimes when i watch atlanta it's just i don't really nothing grabs me you know this season uh i do That's watch it I'm it's just one of those
0: that this season is really bad
2: i mean i'm sure it's going to get good because you have the uh the ralph uh relationship that is like completely going to get uh, they ended up getting divorced. I mean, they're getting in the process of getting a divorce. But other than that, it kind of feels like one of those fake things where real relationships aren't necessarily happening. And they're doing these just because they're on a TV show called Real Housewives of Atlanta. Right. Um, wait. Like, real- I,
0: I haven't watched Atlanta in like a couple of years. So um, I'm just going off of like what I've. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, this is
2: bad. My- You guys, I don't know if you're you can't you can't hear this, but I just held up a sign for Sophie to to make a big announcement during the show, and I hope this is the proper place to do it. But it says, "Sophie, I'm pregnant." And
0: pregnant, you guys, secrets out. Like I already knew, but like this is. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And a lot of people, a lot of people said, "You know what? He's known for a long time. We've seen him get bigger and bigger this year." Um, but it actually is. I I am pregnant. No, I'm making a joke, of course, because. Friday night at the Blink-182 concert in uh, California, Los Angeles, Kourtney Kardashian held up a big sign saying, Travis, I'm pregnant. And that was her announcement that she is actually expecting a baby with Travis Barker. So yeah. I think that's, I had I, I was actually genuinely happy. And then it that's turned out,
3: awesome.
2: yeah, but like 40% of the people turns out like they truly hate the Kardashians. Like it is, I made that post and people were like, screw this. How fake bullshit. And I was like, this is so insane. Like, can't we just, I know they have so much, but can't like, can't we just be happy for this one little tiny thing?
0: Look, and I am sorry. I'm like fidgeting for like (sighs) issues and stuff. I am. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm so unprofessional blowing our nose on camera.
2: This is this is I what am, sets this podcast apart from Caller Daddy. We will blow our nose on this podcast.
0: Exactly. Um, but everyone knows that I am as big of a Kardashian critic as they come, yeah. a Kardashian critic with a K. Um, but no, I thought that was like, you know, sweet. Obviously, publicity stunt esque, like everything yes. else. Do,
2: it's gonna but- be on the show, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, but like no, I'm happy for them. I mean, it it's clearly something they wanted for a while because they were, you know, doing IVF at one point. Um, <laughs> fuck IVF. They were literally sure. fucking five
2: times a day. Well, that's Screw, I like my god, the amount of times they were actually doing the actual act to actually have, have a pregnancy. I mean, my god, thank god it worked. I mean, they were li- – I mean, yeah. it's wild how much – I don't. I know you're probably not watching this season, but like no, the first episode. I mean, if you watch it as a dark comedy, I think it's great, but it's not. So it's like – it's not really that enjoyable. But if you watch it as like from a like – like this is so ridiculous, it kind of works in that sense. But even in that, like she – Uh, chloe comes to hang out with courtney and courtney has to leave because they have to have a 15 minute sex session and then she lets chloe know she goes oh my god well that was quick last night we we were doing it for hours and i'm like my god like i don't
0: want to picture that
2: no i know the chafing involved and the like oh just i i I think that's amazing but at a certain point it's you know you can really tell these people
0: I mean, no, but like Courtney is 44. So I know that at some point they said that. And by the way, I saw your YouTube comments about me playing with my hair is really annoying. I'm sorry. I just got a haircut recently. Wait, so be, I'm so be, I,
2: I don't read a lot of the YouTube comments, so I have not seen oh, that. Oh,
0: <laughs> I do. And I know that I have vocal fry and play with my hair. I'm sorry. I just got a haircut, so I'm still getting used to it. So excuse me playing with my hair a little bit. But anyway, Courtney is 44. And they said that they were stopping IVF for a little bit and going to try naturally. So I'm curious if this happened naturally. That is really exciting for them. She's 44, so like I don't know. I don't know if it happened via IVF or naturally, but either way, I think it's it's great that there's representation of a 44 year old woman being pregnant. Like you know, <laughs> it's
2: probably it's probably Courtney's new vitamin line, Lemmy, that they did a whole it's episode lemmy. on. My matcha vitamins got me it's, preggers.
0: It's like Lemmy geriatric pregnancy. <laughs> no, let, that is my like, I'm not calling Courtney geriatric. That's literally what they call any pregnancy over 35 years old, which is really sad and scary for women. And then you, call go, it like, you know, geriatric, no, and Robert De Niro.
2: Oh my god, you guys, that was a story. I was gonna do this. Al Pacino, at the age of 83 years old, just he's a new uh father this week his 29 year old i don't even think they're girlfriend boyfriend but this 29 year old woman had his You're baby and
0: boyfriend girlfriend like what are I, they man?
2: well i know they're just it's a situation you a guys
0: situationship. it's a
2: situation but, but you know i posted that in my instagram stories and i said goals and i shit you not nobody read it and they all said oh my god al pacino died because it it's like al pacino father at 83 and everybody didn't even read it they were like oh my God, Al Pacino died and says, no, he's a father at 83. They they thought he said dead at 83. Because that's what you would expect. You would expect. But I love that these, like Robert De Niro, uh, you know, his uh, lady is pregnant as well. And he's 79 or something. And I love these older, really respected actors that are just like, hoo-ha, I'm not wearing no rubber. Screw that. I'm going to raw dog. Like, that's wild to me.
0: Ew. That's also, like, okay, so I'm not, like, a doctor or a fertility Yet. specialist, Yet. obviously. <laughs> um, I know that's probably surprising. Too yeah. But I think there are, like, I know that men can get women pregnant at, like, any age, quote-unquote. Like, they don't have, like, that ticking biological clock like women have. That doesn't mean that it's, like, that you doesn't should. mean you can do it. Like, I think there are more <laughs> dangers involved with, like the old sperm and also like that's that's kind of sad because you're not going to be able to watch them grow up obviously you're no, just going to like,
3: like
0: be it's there like setting a off years. a bomb
2: it's like i'm going to yeah. set off a bomb and i'm not going to be there to like help with the actually aftermath of right. that. Not, not to compare a kid to a bomb but you know what i'm saying it's going to set but off yeah, I mean, the yeah. course of uh, events but yeah. it, it, but also just like imagine al Paci- and by the way al pacino's uh the the mom, she had like a string of really famous boyfriends. I think one of them was like Mick Jagger or something. I'm like, I love these older celebrities are passing around potentially like just a handful of women, just like how like some of these uh, football players and um, I think like Kanye and things like that, they were all dating like only fans models for a second. And like Drake, it's like, they all pass around the same women.
0: Yeah. I mean, you have to really commit to the bit. If you're one of those women, like you're like committing to it.
2: And you have to just be yeah, like, oh, I you're do. so sexy. You're so sexy, Al Pacino, at 83. Just, oh, yeah. my God.
0: Oh, my. I do not. You know what they say if you marry. And I know they're not married. But when you marry for money, you earn every cent.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've had that conversation all year on Vanderpump Rules because that kept getting brought up. And it even did, again, in the Secrets Revealed episode in regards to Lala and Randall. Um, but what did you think of... The secrets revealed, and I guess the end of the season of Vanderpump Rules. Because last time I saw you was before the third part of the reunion, where the yeah. big reveal was going to happen, and, and I that never was no reveal. Well, the reveal was that Tom isn't a huge liar on top of being right. a liar. Right. That was the big reveal.
0: Yes. Okay. So sure, there was that reveal. I guess I was expecting something a little bit more explosive, but I also, unfortunately, was one of those people that was like kind of starting to feel bad for Raquel, which I know. It's just because I'm an empath.
1: Yeah. Like, you I'm feel empathetic. deeply.
0: I feel everything. Like, I'm empathetic to a fault.
1: Yeah, so, like, no, I like I know that I'm about an you.
0: Empath. And I just feel like I felt, because, you know, I was watching that episode and I had tweeted this too, that, like, I, I don't know. I don't think Raquel. I don't know if Raquel is a sociopath like a lot of people are diagnosing her as. I don't know if she's, like, genuinely, like, maybe a little bit mentally not there impaired a little bit. I don't know if her actions were like a trauma response where like, she just like did not seem like a normal person. And everyone was like, you know, obviously piling on her, which understandably so. But in that moment I was like, Oh, I kind of feel bad that she's like, you know, dealing with this abuse this is probably very, you know, a very traumatic situation. I know you guys, I know, because then I watched secrets revealed and I was like, fuck that bitch again. I was Wait, like, why, why,
2: why? Because of because the, of the Tom, coming over they, to Ariana's
0: they, yes. When they went over to Tom and Ariana's the day after they had hooked up for the first time, right in front of her face, right in front of Ariana. Oh my God. That was and did so you see funny.
2: Tom? Did you see him look like him looking yeah, at her? Like, he
0: was like Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It was,
2: And he, and she was talking, she was like, Oliver and I had a kiss makeout session in Vegas. And he was looking at her like, Oh my! Oh my God, so dude! Tell me saying everything. saying that
0: Tom Sandoval's a cuck. Like he, like loves the idea of other men. <laughs> yeah, because there's that, and also the fact that he was trying to like set Raquel up with Schwartz while he was banging Raquel. Like he likes the idea of other men being like attracted to the women that are like into him. I don't know. I don't know you
2: guys. Well, we'll find out on season 11, which is, you know, I also, I got sent a bunch of video, you know, Tom is continuing his tour of destruction with his band. And he, you know, he has that Schwartzy's mom, Stacy's mom, like little weird, Weird Al Yankovic song. He's added new lyrics to it though. He was like, and it was something about Schwartz you used to have a front lawn, a homeowner. He's like, when you had a homeowner's lawn. It, the, the lyrics aren't even that funny or good, but now he's making fun of Schwartz of like, when you had a lawn, you're like your own personal lawn. It, it He keeps adding to this song. And a lot of people, the big debate is, are Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz still friends? I, at this point, think it's starting to feel a little bit like a bit where... um I don't think they're great, but I don't think they're as bad as season 11 will potentially want you to think it is. I have a feeling that's starting to like re- really reek of a, a forced storyline. And I don't mean from production. I mean, from, uh, I mean, from Tom likes to manipulate. Tom likes to manipulate storylines. So I have a feeling Tom is not going to be honest already. And Tom is trying to create already storylines for himself for season 11.
0: Wait, Sandoval. does that make sense?
2: Sandoval, sorry, Sandoval is. So So what, is,
0: what are you saying that Sandoval is orchestrating already?
2: Um uh nuclear war. No, yeah, uh, he he's he's orchestrating
0: Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. I think he
2: yeah, he's he's I think he wants to I think he wants us to believe that him and Schwartz are in a fight of their uh oh. like the fight of their lives okay. and that's why these like little band things keep getting worse and worse.
0: Did you have you watched that Mars show that Schwartz is on? Cause I haven't watched it yet.
2: Uh, I watched the first episode and then uh, my friend gave me a beat by beat on the second episode. And the second episode Schwartz makes a, a stupid mistake in counting barrels and gets uh, Bruce Willis's daughter sent home. And then he's so charming that people keep him and take like, he's the one that makes the mistake on counting these barrels. And then he's like, I guess I'm a glass half full kind of guy, and they're all like, "Oh my God, Schwartz, you're so cute." They keep Schwartz and get rid of Bruce it.
0: Willis's daughter. Wait, yes, is Rumor Willis on it?
2: Well, not anymore. <laughs> She's gone. Wait, like what? she, she
0: was the one. It wasn't Scout or Tallulah. It was Rumor.
2: I, I, well, you know what? To be fair, I don't, I don't really. It could be any of That's the Willis. That's
0: kind of crazy uh, to me. That's kind of crazy. I wait. think he might
2: win. He might win the whole thing because I think people just going to feel bad for him the whole time
0: stars on mars yeah um wait is it rumor wait I'm trying. Oh, Tallulah <laughs> Willis.
2: Oh, sorry, guys. Tallulah.
0: Okay, that, okay, sure, sure. I know it makes no difference. Wait, wait, wait. Way.
2: Would it? Would it? Would it matter if it was rumor or Tallulah? Me it would. If it was rumor, Tallulah. it's a lot different. It's a lot different.
0: Well, I know that rumor actually had like a burgeoning like acting career for a little bit. She was in. Remember, she was in House Bunny with Anna of Faris. Course. So that yes. would be sad to me if she like was like resigning. To like just like these stunt reality celebrity reality shows, <laughs> no, but
3: I know well, it doesn't Schwartz
2: affect me. Is, No, no, I mean, Schwartz is doing good, like, Schwartz is doing good on this show. Um, also, what did you think of Schwartz's blind date with the girl from Hinge?
0: First of all, she was like 23, second of all. Why? I don't understand why that wouldn't have been. I know that like a lot happened this season. There was like a lot to squeeze in. But like, why would that not be included in the show? Like people want to see Schwartz dating like that seems like something that seems weird that they like left it out. Also, was she, like, a paid actress? Like, was she real?
2: I believe, I I don't think she was real. I think production set that up. Um oh. I mean, I don't I I think that was, because, by, by the way, it was like, well, she did, I mean, she did seem very young, but she, I mean, it, she seemed cute. And I was like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't Schwartz want to keep dating her? She seemed like she was very, you know, like, and Schwartz. Yeah. By the way, reading YouTube comments, this was great. I, this wasn't a YouTube comment, but somebody got me on Instagram. They must have watched it on YouTube. And they were like, why do you always talk about Schwartz putting uh, fingers in his mouth when you literally molest your face the entire uh, show? Wh- which was actually kind of a funny... Uh, people are,
0: Wait, people are you molest your face? I don't know how like, I I'll haven't noticed my, that I'll yet. I'll
2: touch my face as well. And I'm like, yeah, that's why I sometimes get, go really hard on Schwartz because it reminds me of me and I don't like me sometimes. But I love that this person was like, you molest your face. And I was such a such a powerful sentence that I couldn't help but laugh. But so many people are hard. Man, If you, guys, I'm telling you, if you want to get into like the podcasting game or the YouTube game, get ready, man. Have like nerves of steel because you will get like the weirdest you People I mean, are you will get so
0: com- freaking mean sometimes. Yeah, but you'll so get comments
2: mean. that will blow your mind. I mean, I mean by so the way, you'll the also comments, get amazing comments.
0: The comments, li- yeah, usually the comments are like- You'll get amazing
2: nice. comments, yeah.
0: So I, yeah, so I like will read them because I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Like, thank yeah, you. I don't, like, yeah. whatever. And the comments like last <laughs> time I was on were randomly so mean. I don't know what was in the air that day or if I was like extra annoying that day, but everyone was like- Why does she sound like Sheena? Everyone kept saying that I have Sheena's voice. And I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna go I love Sheena. (laughs) I do love Sheena. I do, but like getting getting told that I have Sheena's exact voice and like cadence is not, it's not exactly what you wanna hear.
2: No, um, I mean, but that—but this is the game, right? Like this is, we're part of this kind of game. So you leave yourself open to that. But at the yeah. same time, it is funny. If you, if you read the wrong thing on the wrong day, it can like send you. And I'm try, like, yeah, so I, I just thought the molest your face line was actually pretty funny. And I thought that was, you know I, that, that made me really laugh.
0: I haven't seen you really molest your face since that time that you tried to dye your, your beard. Oh my God. You guys reaction to it. <laughs>
2: I I still it kills me, you guys. And th- this season of Vanderpump Rules made my beard even wider, and I can't do anything to it. And I don't know if I really want to shave it off and get rid no, of it. No, I like it. I
0: like but, it.
2: But I miss being able to just ferment that thing. But I look like the nutty. Prof- I look like Randall Emmett when I do it, and it, you know because it just makes me have no chin and just like all one big Your face like skin. Blows up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. So being at the end of Scandal, is there anything that you took away from this season? Are you even excited for a season 11? Oh, I think they go from here.
0: I would say that. So I know there've been like rumors that like Raquel's not going to come back because her family won't let her. I think that if Bravo makes an offer big enough, because how else is she making money? She's not getting brand sponsorship. She's not getting, you know what I mean? Like, if they make her, like, a massive offer, which I feel like she could have the leverage to negotiate, because everyone's going to want to see the fallout. At the same time, it's, like, who who are Sandoval and Raquel going to film with besides each other? And I guess Schwartz, like, Schwartz will film with Sandoval, but, like, otherwise it's, like, where do you go from here? All I know is that I do want to watch the fallout, and I am not you know counting Raquel out yet like i feel like Raquel can definitely be back even though i feel like all of the rumors have been like no her family is not letting her for her mental health um so i don't know
2: i think she'll come back i think she'll come back halfway through the season like cuz they're picking up cameras next week oh, on wow. the 24th or but the they've 25th They already signed
0: contracts and stuff
2: I don't know if contracts are signed but i do know p- well just re- but also just so you guys know it is not uncommon for them to film without signed contracts um i was like you know there's a lot of things behind the scenes like just so you know even like main cast members that have been there for a very long time some of them weren't paid for a full season some of them were day players which meant they got paid every day they showed up to film so like bravo you know i don't think it'll happen this season because it was so successful but they're really like they they pinch pennies like any other company. And there would be people that you would be like, wait, that's a main series regular cast member. But they weren't paid like that. They weren't paid right. as a series regular cast member, which is wild. So it'll right. be interesting to see financially. And also, did you see that thing? And I'm trying to find out if it's true or not. But I think it was Demois saying Tom is now pissed and won't let Ariana film any more of her spawn con in, the in social their house. Media
0: room? In their yeah. social media room. <laughs>
2: I was asleep in their social media room.
0: I also saw that Charlie was offered full time and like, isn't sure if she's going to accept it yet, which I think she ultimately will. But I love this because I do think Charlie is like the one person that can go up against Lala.
2: You're you're exactly right. And I did DM with Charlie on Friday about this because you're referring to it. She did a Rolling Stone article and she said very honestly, she's like, yeah, I was asked to come back full time. But, and wisely she said, it just seems like it's going to be a lot of emotional trauma. Uh, I'm going to probably have to film with Raquel. I'm very much team Ariana, but I'm the only one that really, I, I did scenes with Raquel. So I would have to do scenes with her again if she comes back. And she said, most likely old cast members will be coming back and they're going to come in guns blazing because they're going to try to secure a spot. And I think she was referring to Jax. Oh my God. She, you
0: don't, no one wants Jax. Why well, would it's Jax it's come back? it's ha-
2: it's it's happening. And so- um, Why? You know, well because i think i think the fan reaction was so uh extreme in every capacity and like oh yeah like i don't think i think we just wanted everything and we were celebrating 10 years of the show and like we're like okay but i wanted to tell you this wait real quick on the charlie thing so i dm'd with her and she said listen i it's true like i don't know if i really do want to come back because it just seems like it's going to be a lot of Emotional, like damn, like it's just gonna be hard to be around that. But she did say she's like, but there is a writer strike right now, and she's been auditioning for commercials and print, and she's been doing that before Vanderpump Rules. And she said, you know, I might just do it so I could actually have a paycheck because right. I won't be able to audition. I heard, and I, I was like, know. I was like, Yeah, dude, do that. Like, I Wait. mean, I know it's it's gonna be sucky, but yeah.
0: Hearing Jack's come is coming back is my personal 9-11. Like well. None of us, none of us asked for that. Like, I know that like, people are like, oh, I wonder what Jax thinks of this, but we don't want to see Jax and Brittany. Like this season was dramatic (laughs) enough without them. What are they going to add? They're just going to be like giving, they're going to be giving Tamara, which is. Oh, I want to talk about, I want to talk about
2: OC in a second. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: She's so desperate and thirsty to prove that like she belongs back on the show. I'm that hoping like- that
2: that I I'm hoping she settles into it a little bit more in a couple episodes, but yeah, the first two episodes, she's really like trying to give it all.
0: It's it's really annoying to watch. Honestly, I I'm well, liking the season. I think that Gina has no place left on the show. I'm ready for Gina to be gone. And Tamara is just like a little too much, but otherwise I'm like, I like the new Jen and Jen and Ryan. Yeah. I love,
2: but yeah, I love the new gen. The gen, yeah, the new gen she's referring to guys. New cast member on the OC. She's, uh, you know, divorce. Like she separated or divorced from her husband. That her par- the her parents wanted her to stay with the husband because. Uh, they work in the family business together so they were pissed the dad was like you're making the biggest mistake of your life she looks completely different from the old photos she, she like shows with her husband she got I know
0: it's so funny
2: she got the big oc implants her face i mean she looks beautiful but she looks very different than the photos she has a yoga practice she fosters a bunch of animals she adopted a kid like big family i yeah. love like i think there's so much yeah. room for her but do you think I'm for her Heather DeBro, did she run a Costco out of her garage? Did you see all the shit she's storing in that garage when she's sending her kids to college, you guys, and she's pretty much ruining their college experience by not letting them do a damn thing for themselves? Did you see that when she was like packing all the shit for their- Yeah, their yeah, relatives?
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> My, God. My parents took me to a Bed Bath & Beyond like Gina's parents did and was like, yeah, here's a hundred bucks, like go wild.
0: Uh-huh. But it's Heather. What do you expect? I, but don't you worry that those kids aren't going to, she has everything. Well,
2: she goes, these kids don't even know how to do laundry, but they don't need to because there's a fluff and fold downstairs. I'm like, wow, there's a real chance that Heather DeBro's children will never know how to do laundry their entire lives. Laundry.
0: Yeah. I mean, what else would you expect? But I guess if you're that rich,
2: you should. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. Um, They don't need to.
2: Anyways, back to Vanderpump Rules. I wanted to tell you this. I'm on Kristen Doty's podcast this Wednesday.
0: I already recorded it
2: and- so it's her and her boyfriend, and um, this is why, like, I don't know, ex- I'm trying to figure out exactly what the spinoff is, so, but I will say, I don't know if this will be, e- I edited it out, but her boyfriend made a couple of slips during the talk where he was-
0: about a spinoff that's happening? He,
2: yeah, it was like something in regards to, I'm really excited, ab- like, Cause I was, cause I started asking questions during their podcast and I was like, Hey, are you like, is it kind of weird with all this attention and you're new to this? You really don't, you haven't watched Vanderpump and you're dealing with Scandable and stuff. Like how crazy is this for you? And he was like, you know, and I'm like, are you happy that it's over? And I think he said something to the effect of. You know, it has been so crazy and so interesting and so weird. And he talked about the first time he ever met Jax and all of those people. And like all the girls were outside gossiping and Jax was just inside watching TV by himself. And he was like, he stayed out with the girls and gossiped. But he said, he said, well, it's crazy. He's like, but I guess it's going to just get crazier. And that's what I signed up for because, you know, he was like kind of referencing filming something very soon. And Janet, oh, their, their mutual friend, Janet Elizabeth, who I love, uh, and also is doing all the something about her merch. When I had her on a couple of weeks ago, she mentioned, I said, winter Jackson, Brittany coming back to the show. I tried to hit her with a rapid fire question to like, and she goes, well, they're not, I don't think it'll, you know, like, I don't think they'll come back to Vanderpump rules, but, and then, so I think. From what I'm hearing, Jax is a friend of in Vanderpump Rules, but then there is some sort of spinoff, whether it be Vanderpump Valley or something else, where all of those people are back in it. Even Except Sassy? I don't think, I don't think Stassi. I've just heard Dodie, Jax, and oh, um, Jax, Brittany, and I think Sheena was supposedly, from what I heard, the bridge from Vanderpump Rules into whatever spinoff that was. She was going to be the
0: bridge. Oh, God. I don't it's gonna I'm be gonna okay Sophie
2: it. no it's gonna be here by the way Sophie goes I'm gonna watch you know it. what I'm gonna the I'll watch it though, I'll watch it I
0: guess but like I just I feel like Jax is just so freaking frustrating to watch like even when he was on that watch what happens live
2: well because he kind of half truth he's like he's yeah like- Schwartz told me about that a long time ago and Brittany's he's like,
0: like what are you talking about Jax like- he didn't, I he like- didn't like- say that you didn't say was, that, Jax. Yes, Brittany was like calling him out and his lies live. He and just Jax likes was, to say things. I know, and Jax was like, "I was right about every single thing I said. I was, I, I was so right about everything I said." I'm like, "Shut up, Jax."
2: Yeah, the, the
0: revisionist history with that man. Like he is yeah. so <laughs> emotional and such a pathological liar that, like, he's so impossible to watch for me yeah. at least now.
2: But I think, isn't that the thing though, is that I was even thinking about Sandoval in season 11 and I will say, I I don't want to use the word excited, but like, dude that guy is one of the worst horrible liars that we've seen on this show but it's so entertaining to watch him trip himself up in lies that yeah. i'm like oh i can't wait to watch what he does in season 11 because he's gonna like have workshopped a couple of new lies it's like hey guys check out my new thong but it's like new lies and i'm like yes and so in that aspect i'm kind of excited to potentially see Jax as well of like the because you know he's gonna say of like Dude, when I stepped away from the show a couple of seasons ago, I really worked on myself, my beautiful family, and uh, I was living the dream. But then once Sandoval did what he did, I knew I had to come back to show the audience how to treat women. You know, like, you know he's going to say some sort of insane thing of why he's back. And that's funny to me as
0: well. I'm a husband and a dad now. I've been so checked out of, like, the reality show (laughs) world. You know? (laughs) He's always well, like, I have a husband and a dad now. And I'm like, that doesn't make you less of a psychopath and pop
2: <laughs> Well, see, that's what I'm... Okay, if we're, like, letting people, you know, if we're forgetting why these people, like, left the show to begin with, of, like, there is that weird little part of me, like, watching a car accident where... Watch, you know pulling past a car wreck where I, I do want to see how these people trip themselves up because if anything that was the most inter- not entertaining but it was scary entertaining how much Sandoval you know remember that reunion happened and then the week after he went on Howie Mandel and said even worse lies and stories that's like to me that's kind of <laughs> entertaining to watch these people screw themselves again and again because of their own egos and I think that is that I don't know if it's hate watching but it is interesting to me
0: right right.
2: Um, so, uh, back to OC really quick, Shannon Bedore. Uh, I, I love Shannon and I love how she like the second episode, she does this, uh, lunch with Tamra to mend their friendship and you it's her behavior is so amazing. She's so tightly wound that she's like, she, it's just hysterical watching Shannon Bedore react to anything, but Tamra you're right though. Tamara to me, and I hope she settles into it, reminds me of Lisa Rinna a bit last season of Beverly right. Hills where she's acting like the Tamara, you know, she's acting like the Tamara that we love. Like when we, you know, it's like, Oh my God, Tamara's such good reality television. I feel like she's kind of acting that. And I hope she settles into it
0: just once trying, the season. Right. She's trying so hard to like, just keep her job. Yeah. basically. What um, do you, but, what do you
2: think yeah. about her coming back at like, I mean,
0: I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I would have liked to see Vicky back if I had to choose between the two of them. Well, she comes back later on in the the, the trip. I was like a friend of, but, um, what I am kind of stuck on is how she keeps saying that Shannon ghosted her when it's like, it doesn't sound like Shannon ghosted her at all. So I'm like, just confused where she's getting that from, or if it's just like, you know, her trying to make this her storyline
2: and then Tamara went on every podcast known to man and they it did a quick, yeah, they did a super cut of that. And Shannon, and that's the thing too. I was, I think I was saying on a Patreon this week, it was like, listen, I do not believe in any stretch of imagination that Tamara considered Shannon Bedore, her best friend. I just don't believe it. Right. Oh my God. Did I,
0: you notice? What?
2: Did you notice on the boat? Did you look in the background on the boat when they're on the boat trip?
0: What was it?
2: Freddie Mellencamp was swimming in the ocean with she was no she was like stop stop let me on like did you see that it was crazy and she's not a strong swimmer so it was it was very much Jack it was very much Jack's like you can come help me if you want to
0: (laughs) you can help me if you want
2: (laughs) I just would love if every scene in the background you see Freddie Mellencamp like trying to get like hey over here
0: Funny running into you guys. He definitely thinks there's hope for a crossover because of Taylor oh, Armstrong, which by yeah. the way, I'm I'm loving having Taylor Armstrong back on my screen.
2: How would you not? I mean, Taylor, I, I think it'll be great. We do know Taylor gets into fights later on in the season. So maybe there's right. no
0: plane. Well,
2: <laughs> what wait, what do you Gina really, Gina is that outlier where right?
0: I don't like need the, Gina. I really pin- don't.
2: Well, I did notice, like, did you notice, and I'm not really noticing fashion and makeup, but her makeup seems so extreme. And one of the scenes she looked like, she looked like Bert from Bert and Ernie. She just like had these like really like dark eye makeup and eyebrows. And that was like, it's never good when you're starting to really focus on what they're wearing and their makeup instead of what they do. wrong
0: though. Remember the extens- ex- hair extensions you yeah. used to have? Like she just, she always, and for a while I thought it was refreshing that, you know, we have this like, lower budget housewife yeah. <laughs> and now yeah. i'm like no your personality is ruining it for me
2: but so. i i i love uh i love emily though i love I, emily for some I'm reason like i think she's I've,
0: I've preferred emily and i also love what's emily's husband's name again shane shane
2: shane i love it I love shane.
0: Like, shane now that he's passed the bar he's working as a lawyer and i'm like i don't i <laughs> don't why did, it, why did it take him so long I love that men Not that, that openly... I've ever taken the bar But like it's. Like, <laughs> what yeah, if I it's... was your lawyer And you were like watching him on reality TV Like <laughs> having to take the bar like 75 times Well
2: remember that season Where he said he had to go to a hotel to study And then he didn't even pass He yeah. like left his family and he was like Gotta study and then he didn't even pass that bar It's like Kim yeah. Kardashian was even like Come on Shane let's go <laughs>
0: Uh, He like he like failed it multiple times. And I love
2: men that openly open well, this is not true, but like it's you know, it's like openly hate their wives. Like Emily was like, Yeah, when I call my ringtone is Darth Vader. And I'm like, that's it's so funny. It's like it's so on the nose of like, yes, Emily is, you know, a demanding shrew that like makes Shane's life miserable. Um uh did you wait? You didn't dip into Jersey waters at all, did you?
0: No, but I heard the reunion. Like, what is going on with Teresa and Louie? Like, what is going on with that?
2: Well, I mean, let's first off. This is the first season that Teresa and Melissa have got not gotten along, so it was really sad. No, no, no <laughs> that, happened, that happened. No, th- I listen. I really even hesitate to dip into Jersey waters because. I say this every week. The Twitter Jersey people scare the living daylights out of me. Like I don't know why the Jersey Twitter people are willing to go to war. Like there's going to be some sort of like civil war based on real housewives of New I know, Jersey it's Twitter. Crazy.
0: Like why are they so passionate? I don't, like, like but Teresa like fans.
2: And, but also, I mean, I've seen lesser than, but like Melissa fans as well. And I'm sitting here going, well, I like Teresa. I'm just saying that it's obviously something's up with this Louis dude. Like w- regardless of what you think about Teresa, that something is up with that dude. And something has a- been up with that dude for many, many years, even pre Teresa. So why can't we just be honest? Like at the reunion guys, he was like, let's play. Yeah, I got, you know, like, and then he he had this private investigator, Bo Deedle, who was like a famous old New York, private detective he was the one that name dropped Bo Deedle multiple times over two episodes and then he would be like yeah Bo Deedle I got a file on everybody here and then he was like no I'm just making that up you can't just go give this information a couple of times and brag to the ladies about it and then say you were just making it up and then in the reunion it says that like uh, Bo Deedle sent somebody to the reunion because Louie and Teresa were getting death threats like it is all so weird uh, it, it's like both It's all weird and it's like not fun It's really scary in a different way than Scandaball is Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call one eight hundred Discover to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
0: He sounds insane.
2: He, I think he. I mean, I'm. I
0: don't want to say scared that. For Teresa, that they didn't sign a prenup.
2: That's that's the other thing. I mean, like I. I don't know. Like I I don't want to believe uh you know those girls have been put through so much. You want Teresa to have right. a ha- happy ending, but Teresa has you know, I mean listen, I know we all like Joe Giudici, but Joe Giudici did a lot of horrible things to Teresa too, and now we kind of like, "Oh, juicy Joe." And I'm not saying Joey Gorgas a great dude. It sounds like he's had a lot of issues himself, but it is a difference in intensity when you look at things that Louis says and does.
0: Right, right
2: um okay so uh moving on what did, what did you watch this week anything new
0: oh well like as you know or do you know this about me that i'm obsessed with black mirror
2: well now is my favorite part of the show where i get to talk about our sponsors and this week we are sponsored once again by our friends over at better um listen um they give you this copy that you're supposed to read right um, but I, I can I'm happy to tell you that I actually uh used BetterHelp this week, yeah yeah this week. Now they usually uh, I thought it would actually be helpful for you guys to know that I actually have used this in the past and I am using this again, and it was really really easy. That's the good part. When you you know the hardest part is actually reaching out to actually know you're like hey I don't feel right. I do need to talk to somebody. There are situations in my life right now that I can't deal with by myself. And that's the hardest part is actually reaching out. The easiest part, let me just say up top before I read any of this stuff, the easiest part was better help. Like you literally put in your information and within 24 hours, they had already matched me with a therapist. They just asked you a couple of very simple questions, um, where you're located, what's your age, what's any just basic things. And they matched you, and I was able to set up a, an appointment for this week. And so that is that is the best thing when you're not actually feeling your best, and I don't mean uh, physically, but emotionally. That um, that people like BetterHelp or companies like BetterHelp can help you um, take away the part of these things being hard to go do. Like they're like, hey, we're going to make it as easy as possible for you to try to be able to talk to the person that is potentially going to help you. And I just wanted to say a personal story about mine right up top, and I will keep you guys posted how it goes. Um, But listen, they, they, we spend so much time on ourselves in a given week um, or, you know, we, we were supposed to, but how much time do you spend on other people? And then how do you balance the two? I mean, sometimes I will do way more for other people than I'll do for myself, or sometimes I feel like I'm doing way more for myself than other people. And, and the hard thing, I mean, with life in general, is just finding that balance. So it's easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never to take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. And I think that for me, <clears throat> that's where this week I, I talked about my experience. I think on Friday's show, um, was that I just, uh, I couldn't move on Tuesday everything had become so overwhelming. And I don't mean the work. This work is such a joy to do. That's this is like what a what a what a great thing to be stressed by. But I'm talking about everything else in my life everything just caught up with me and i didn't know how to ask for help i didn't know what to do and you know i was recommended like hey it's probably time for you to actually get back into therapy and not just do one therapy like you know one therapist session one week and say i'm good um but when we spend all of our time giving it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind um, I've benefited from therapy many times in the past, and I don't know, I don't want to set up expectations for this time, but the great thing about better help too, is though, if, if you don't, if you don't, I hate to use the word vibe, but if you don't vibe with your therapist, you can actually, uh, you can actually choose another therapist. It's not like you're just locked into this one therapist, which I think is extremely helpful because it's like anything you're trying to find that, 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 that thing that actually works for you. You know, this is for you, this is to help you. And sometimes, like I said in the beginning, it is hard to make that commitment to yourself, but it's sometimes so much easier to make that commitment to other people and for other people. But if you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Um, It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Uh, And that was another big thing for me, especially right now because, I'm, I don't know where I'm going to be week to week. I might be here. I might be in Arizona. I might go, you know, like there's just a lot of different things. And that that's one thing I'll do to myself. I'll trap myself a little bit of like, well, I can't possibly do that right now because I'm leaving out of town next week. So I can't possibly start this new thing. But with that, you, you can literally do this anywhere. All you need is your computer or a phone. And for the most part, I think we all have those. If not, I'm, I'm willing to to loan you mine if you're in the, the Gilbert, Arizona area. Um, but it's designed to be just flexible, suited to your schedule. Like I said, you just fill out that brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So find more ba- balance with better help, visit betterhelpcom slash so bad today to get 10% off your first month. That's B E T T E R h-e-l-p betterhelp.com slash so bad um listen give it a shot try it i'm going to try it i just wanted to let you guys know that i did do this this week and it was so quick it was so quick that i was almost like you know what i was banking on this like uh, i was banking on not hearing from a couple more days so i didn't have to actually do it yet but now um, it's going to be great. It's going to be good. So don't worry. And also all this information will be in the show notes and, uh, and now back for the remaining portion of our show. Sophie, that's exactly where I was headed because I watched every episode this weekend.
0: No, see, I'm only two and a half episodes in because I'm not allowed to watch without my boyfriend and he's had like a crazy week at work and it's driving me insane because all I've wanted to do is like binge. I have, I'm like, I have a little bit of more flexible schedule lately. I can just sit on my ass and watch five episodes in a row, but I haven't been able to because I have to watch with him. So I'm only two and a half episodes in. We have watched um the first episode, which was Joan is Awful, which I thought was really fun, really liked it. With Salma Hayek and um Annie Murphy
2: from Shits Creek, yeah,
0: yeah. And then Lock Henry, we finally watched last night and it was so loved. Lock Henry, it was so creepy, has a great twist. And then right now, we are in the middle of Beyond the Sea, so we're watching them. Oh, in order. I know, okay. we're watching them in order. Don't, no spoilers, obviously. no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. I just...
2: So you guys, Black Mirror is kind of like an updated, and I don't like, like uh, I guess Twilight what Zone. Twilight Zone, yeah. yeah. And Which it's I been also on love. me too, but it's like yeah. it's like updated. It's around technological, you know, where we are in society today. Sometimes there'll be episodes in the past or the future, uh, but really, really amazing work. There's six seasons. They're very short seasons, but there have been so many iconic episodes over the course of these. They released uh, five episodes of this season, I believe, on Thursday night. Thursday night, they released it. And I just totally devoured them this weekend. Wait, and it was six
0: or is it five?
2: Five, five, five episodes, oh, yeah, five, F- five episodes. And, like,
0: uh, their movies.
2: Yeah. They're miniature wow. movies. Each one of them are, you know, different tones, different, but each one mm-hmm. of them I dearly loved, especially the last one. I'm trying to remember what it was called, but it the, each one of these are so good and so, uh, rich and, and the storytelling is so strong that I highly, wow. highly recommend it. Um, just so you I'll tease you with Joan is awful because this is actually in the description of it is that uh, basically a girl uh, Joan is living her life and then a a service like Netflix called Streamberry because you know which is great it's actually in the first couple of episodes Streamberry they use it as a device um but they you know in the fine print of like you know when you sign off on like an iTunes agreement you know it says you know she signed off on that her life could be made into a tv show uh based on like something that she didn't read so she turns on streamberry with her dude and there's a show called Joan is awful and they're like oh that girl kind of it's Salma Hayek but she has Annie Murphy's hair and it's like her exact life that happened that day and yeah, then everybody like Oh, it's AI, which which they keep calling it CGI, but it's actually AI, which pisses me off because yeah, the writer yeah. strike Netflix is actually one of the biggest jerks right now in terms of the writer strike because they are not budging on AI. They right. want to be able to use it to actually create um actors and false realities. But anyways, that's what like kind of the whole um the whole thesis of that episode is based on that. Like imagine. You living your life today, not really thinking anything of it. You turn it on tomorrow, and your exact life is played by an actor that has your same hair, and you're going through the same the same motions that you did in your actual life, and it and would, how that it would screw was up. A
0: boring show of all time. If they tried to do that about me.
2: Well, not for me. I molest my face, so I think that would be exciting for people. And I think uh, watching me take care of my elderly dog would be fun. And then, oh yeah,
0: uh, Happy Father's Day! We're recording. Thank you. Oh my, thank crying. you. Wait,
2: what did you get your What did you get your dad for Father's Day?
0: So my dad, I don't, I don't know what this this podcast that he is kind of into is called. Kill Tony. Have you heard of it?
2: Pill Tony. Wow. Pil-Tony. Why does he sound?
0: It's a comedy it like a heart. podcast
2: okay that's a hard that's know. a hard title Pil-toni, i don't know nice. he's
0: like don't don't judge him he's into like joe rogan and like the bro like comedy it's like a bro comedy podcast i really don't know no. please don't judge me if it turns out that these people are awful i have no idea because me and my sister <laughs> got him merch that's all he wanted, <laughs> he wanted <laughs> oh merch.
2: i was waiting i thought you got a cameo from pill tony like no, hey it's bill tony we got Mr. him Russ. Russ.
0: so um yeah what'd you get your dad
2: I got him uh, a big, like, uh, you know, that brand Carhartt, like, I I got him like a big, like, hoodie, Carhartt hoodie, and then I got him this really nice, he loves the Beatles, I don't know if you guys ever heard of a band called the Beatles, he, it's like a collection of Paul McCartney's photographs from that, like, year, like, the years that they were touring, but he loved, he's read every damn Beatles biography, I don't know, like, he's obsessed, so so, but it's hard, because My mom right now, you know, she's like, you know, very, very, she's very ill right now. And, um, all the listeners have been so amazing. Sophie's parents or Sophie's family as well, sent something like, you know, the last hospital visit, but she, all the listeners are sending so much stuff. Like I said, just send a postcard. People are sending flowers, blankets, like all of these things. It's amazing. But my dad was like, my dad was like, I guess, I guess I finally get a gift. I'm like, shut up, dad. Like he was like, he was like. Oh, I I know what it's like to be mom now. I'm like, Dad, stop! Like, oh my
0: god, he loves attention.
2: Oh man, these men. We we all. I was like, Dad. Anyways, anyways, um, and happy father. Wait, did you? I mean, happy. I'm trying to think. Well, this is actually your sister just had a child this year. So so this is brother
0: in laws. It's my brother in laws' first Father's Day. I didn't really get him anything, but I texted him. Happy and then we it. got my boyfriend's dad and my boyfriend's brother-in-law and his grandpa. Also, we got him some stuff cause we're with them this weekend. So, um, yeah, happy father's day to all the daddios out there. Happy father's day, Jax Taylor.
2: Jax yeah, Taylor. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to say. Okay. Anyways. Um, it's I do nice. want to make a huge and huge announcement for the show. And I think Sophie's aware of this is that, um, we are actually uh we're taking over for Megan Markle's spot on Spotify. She was uh let go from Spotify, so we will be doing her uh her podcast we from here on out. For her.
0: We are fulfilling her 20 million dollar contract and the archetypes. Um yeah, secondary. it's
2: it's it's called archetypes. Archetypes, dude. Um archetypes. she only did 12 episodes, you guys, over the course In of a three couple of years. years.
0: In and three couple years,
2: twenty million dollars. Bill Simmons, who I love, who's like just one of my favorite. Like when I do listen to podcasts, I love Bill Simmons' podcasts and and everything. But he called them like fucking grifters, like and that was a really because Bill Simmons isn't a jerk, but he was like, this is insane. Like he does this every day, and like listen, twelve episodes. I do that in like two weeks.
0: Exactly. Like three
2: years. Do you well, know how easy it is to do. Right. I mean, it's not easy, but it's especially it's not no. Hard.
0: It is easy if you have producers, sound engineers, everyone who does literally all of the work for you. All you have to do is show up and talk for less than an hour, which is what her episodes were less than an hour each. It's not like she had these huge three hour long episodes like you just show up. Everyone does everything else for you. They book the guests like she did not have to do anything. And here's the thing. Like I think and I saw someone post this on Twitter and I just I have to agree that it's like two things can be true at once that, you know, the royal family is awful and racist. And also Harry and Meghan are extremely self-involved people who may or may not be grifters. It's like you want to root for them so bad and they've made it so hard. So hard. And I think this news in particular just really struck a chord with me and i think a lot of podcasters who could only dream of having a deal like this. And the fact that, you know, also, you know, in the in the economic climate that we're in that like every media company is doing layoffs right now. It's terrible. It's awful. And Spotify has been laying people off left and right. They laid off hundreds of people just the other week. And meanwhile, like Harry and Meghan got 20 million dollars to not work to not do anything and you know it's like i know they're not directly related and i know that like it's more so the fault of the spotify execs and decision makers who thought that would be like a great investment for them obviously it wasn't and i think that they're realizing that too that the podcast landscape is changing and that you know all of these big bets they've taken on podcasts have not really paid off i would imagine even like call her daddy as as popular as it is for 60 million dollars (laughs) like <clears throat> and the I same know. thing with Joe
2: Rogan. I mean, listen, yeah. Spotify actually threw money out without actually looking at the metrics. And now they are having to reconfigure their entire right. podcasting operation. I do read a lot of articles about podcasting because I'm truly fascinated with it. They set up a, you know, they set up a monetization uh structure that does not work at all. And right. what they Spotify did is essentially hurt a lot of us smaller podcasters because it's made it so much harder for us to have any sort of success exe- success it's right. like uh with acting how they're used to, there's no middle class actors anymore you're either you know the the tom cruises or you can't even afford rent you, you used to right. be able to make a living as like a middle class actor same thing with podcasting it's like you either have these huge deals that don't ever come they like even call her daddy which is you know popular rogan is like they're not going to make their money back for spotify like right. You know it's just not Which by the way also I don't listen I, I listened to Call Her Daddy For the Ariana one And I, I that was the first episode I've ever listened to fully But I saw a
0: clip She's a, not clip, a interviewer. Well, I,
2: I saw a clip of her I don't Maybe it was on TikTok Of her saying goodbye To her studio Because they're giving it A revamp studio And it was like She was like The memories And she was like Turning back to look at the couches i'm like yeah that's the couch where you asked about anal every episode you know it's like hysterical of the you know it's like the oh come on like i know know, she's turning around to say goodbye i don't even i've only listened to that one interview it was fine but i will say it's just that that megan shit it's like you had a whole staff like sophie said a whole staff like we do every, you know, like you know, I have Maritza that does like the images, and she'll upload to YouTube. But like I do my editing, I do my sound processing, I do all of this stuff. Right. I mean, to varying degrees of uh, you know success and and how good it is, but to have everything right there and, for you, and you can only produce twelve hours for. T- I mean, that's that really is highway robbery, and it makes me okay. wonder what is going on over there because. It now it seems like they are the ha- handout couple. Like even the what Tyler Perry of like we're gonna stay at your place or we're gonna do that. Like are you just the handout couple? I know you want to do good, but where's the good? Because it where's just seems like you're doing. Right?
0: Where's like, the Netflix? Can you just want. You- and also, I think it doesn't help that you know we know what their Santa Barbara home Montecito is. Montecito home, yeah. It's like a mega, mega, mega mansion for tens of millions of dollars um it seems like they want that life of luxury that you know harry is obviously accustomed to as a royal but without having to like do actual work whereas like i feel like they could have survived if they had just like downsized their lifestyle and just kind of had a regular lifestyle but instead it's like they want this like insane luxury lifestyle without actually like doing anything They want to have the respect of Princess
2: Diana. They want to have the respect of Princess Diana to be celebrated like that. They want to be talked about in the same circles as Oprah, but Oprah worked her ass off. Oprah actually put so much good into the world and not to say that they can't and they don't, but they don't do it to the level that they act like they do it. And that is really highly disturbing. And just tell us you're lazy. Just tell us that I like to lay around and watch Bravo. Like, just say that.
0: That was like, and I'm not judging anyone for having tan lines, but that that night in New York where they showed up on the red carpet and Megan <sighs> just had like the tan line. I was like, is all you do lay, is lay by the pool?
2: <laughs> I like that you were that- like, I did not think that's where you were going. Like, I don't want to judge tan lines, you guys, but I will say it is ridiculous. But like,
0: um, I don't know. I was just like picturing her. I was like, you probably just lay by the pool all day and that's fine. That's perfectly fine. But again, it's like, I think it rubs people the wrong way when you want to have all of this glory and money without having, you know, any work ethic yeah. or body of work to back it up. I completely um, agree. So I don't know. And again, you guys, I know that Megan has gotten a lot of like unfair criticism over the years. Of course, I'm saying this as just, you know, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like it's just kind of like, how you make it really hard for me. You make it really hard for us to root for you, Megan and Harry. Like they're yeah. making it really hard. I'm not saying I agree with that. Did you watch that South park episode or the South park clip about them?
2: No, but only because my ex cheated on me with one of the creators of South Park oh, back that's in the day. Right. I so I, it, I find it hard, even though I know it's a I brilliant forgot. show, but it brings me back to a very dark time in my life. And which yeah. sucks because I love, I used to love South Park so much. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. I'll,
0: I'll just like, you know, for the most part, it's just Megan and Harry go on a We Want Privacy World tour. And they're like, We want privacy. <laughs> oh, yeah. We yeah, yeah. want privacy. <laughs> <laughs> so damn. <laughs> I good. know that that was like. A lot of people were like, that was so mean. That crossed the line. And I agreed at the time. And now I'm just like, in my head, whenever they do anything, I'm like, we want privacy. But Sophie,
2: you're right. Like, it's like celebrities are inherently ridiculous. And the thing that made it okay. Up until the early aughts, was that we it wasn't shoved in our face like it is now every day right. with all of our social media. So you really had the ability to be stars. You really had the ability to want to know about their lives. And now we know yeah. too much about everything. It's well, it everywhere. Like it's
0: all like, yeah. like old Hollywood. It was like they were mysterious.
2: Well, it's like our Instagram feeds. Like we show you what we want to show you. They showed us what they wanted to show us. And there was this era of, wow, look at how the stars live and look at all of this. And now it's a, you know, we have this thing attached to our hands at all times. that gives us any information at all times, which by the way, as we start winding down, I do want to say, and this shows you this, this seems like it comes every year and it comes earlier and earlier each year. It Might be global warming, who knows? But uh this this week it was announced uh Tory spelling oh, Tori and Dean spelling. Dean McDermott. I will... knew what you were gonna say when you said that. <laughs> yes. They uh, well, this is exciting, guys, because it within a day they they made the announcement that they are divorcing after 17 years, which is like I hate that that is. You know, back in the day, like those are the things that make you feel old. You're like, oh my god, I remember when they first got together. And there's been rumors about this for all 17 years. So they said they're finally divorcing. And then last night, Us Weekly retracted and said Tori Spelling and Dean McDermott will not divorce, which sounds yeah. very threatening. They're like, how we will not. I don't care if you want. To. No, we but they're not- still
0: separating, right?
2: Supposedly
0: they're not divorcing. But how long,
2: how many times can you not, can, can you say divorce and not divorce? And it's like, it's so much to keep up with It's been, for 17 years. Like just make a choice.
0: Yeah. You know what? I'm just, I'm just praying for the best for Liam, Stella, Hattie. <laughs> Finn. Um, what's the fifth one's name?
2: Ringo. I don't know.
0: <laughs> right. Now it's really bothering me. Why is it bothering me so much? <laughs> oh, oh, okay, you guys. I'm sorry. It's Liam, Stella, Hattie, Finn, and Bo. Bo.
2: If Stars on Mars gets a second season, they should just have the uh, Spelling McDermott family on Stars eh? on Mars. And each week, a new <laughs> McDermott. It's a just new-
0: like six-year-old <clears throat> Bo McDermott.
2: Well, I remember the Tory Spelling, this relationship, because they met, I, I believe, on... Like the set of like a, a yeah, lifetime and they both movie.
0: cheated on their they both yeah, Exactly. They both cheated right on their Oh my god, you guys, this is like like deep cut. I mean, it's not like that long ago. It is, but I feel like if you've been into pop culture, like celebrity gossip for like two decades now, this is like a very vivid memory. Is that Tori Spelling had just had this like insanely like opulent wedding? to yeah. her ex-husband that Aaron Spelling had paid for. And then right after she ended up meeting Dean, leaving her husband, and I think that caused like a major, that was one of the major rifts in her relationship with her dad, Aaron's the late Aaron Spelling. And Dean McDermott had cheated on his then wife at the time too with Tori. And then they just had their like quaint little like elopement on the beach, you know, to be like, yeah. it's not about the wedding. It's just about us. <laughs>
2: Well, that's why you kind of think about like Scandiball. You're like, man, if Sandoval and Raquel end up being together, it's like <clears throat> we're gonna watch their potential misery for the next 17 years because usually relationships that be you know form around cheating don't usually succeed in the long run. Right. Um you
0: use them how you get them.
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, finally, uh Erica Jane is potentially making trying to make a really big comeback before this season of Beverly Hills. She is uh performing her show, Bet It All on. What is it? Bet it all on I don't know. It's called Bet It All On Something at the Planet Hollywood Bar and Grill in Vegas. Um, and I don't know anybody that has tickets, but have you noticed all she's gotten on TikTok now? And I've been in multiple conversations with her. Is that I she's, she's just not sexy in any sort of way. Like, I don't care if she's skinny. I don't care if she's like, she's like, yeah, I love sex. Like it's so, she, she says how much she loves sex to the point where I'm like, I don't even believe she's had sex ever. Like it's one of those things of like, yeah, I love, it's weird.
0: Do you, she's not sexy. Negative sex appeal. Absolutely. Totally agree. agree You can can still be
2: you can still be fans with her, but can we all agree that she's not sexy? Like, yeah. you know, she's just not okay. That's okay, I just...
0: when she talks about her, like her, her pretty <coughs> pussy and how she likes big cock. <laughs> I recall.
2: <laughs> well, speaking of sexy, Brandy Glanville is now on OnlyFans, and it's made me so sad because she'll be posing in like, like. Just really, and she'll be like, you know what time it is? And then it'll be like the kitty emoji. And, to, and I, I'm not, I'm not going to join her OnlyFans. So if anybody out there has joined her own of OnlyFans and would be willing to come on and tell us the content of her OnlyFans, I'd be very curious. But I get so sad because even after the Vanderpump, uh, even the secrets revealed, they had a scene with Sheena telling Raquel that she was the original wrecking whore. And then Brandy was like tweeting like, I'm done with this. I'm like, you just get so sad for Brandy every week because know, she's because, obviously yeah. been going through shit.
0: You know what's funny is that during that... F- first like that was like the vpr backdoor pilot right or brandy was like i mean look at my life and look at yours yeah but now it's like the opposite it's like look at sheena's life and look at yours like sheena won isn't and, like, life crazy, crazy that way yeah
2: but then in 17 yeah. years from now i mean or however many years from now it could all switch again like you never know like it like That's we all true. thought sandoval was going to be like kind of golden for the next it's couple the of number years one, and and the
0: and number I- one guy in that group <sighs>
2: okay yeah and then wait wait how shocked were you secrets revealed i hate to be this is a very dirty hour sorry you guys but i the big secret revealed for me the whole season was i did not know about ariana and the back door thing she admitted literally that she the 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 anal thing
0: oh yeah yeah Like i
2: didn't didn't see that coming like i was like what
0: how would tom tom said
2: she wasn't adventurous enough in bed and stuff and yet she's doing the the old
0: she was, she sure was. And I appreciate can- her candor.
2: I do too, but like, how did, t- like, what was Raquel doing on top of that? If you're like, you know, like, oh, she only did, you know, she did butt stuff, but it wasn't that exciting. Like, what could, what could Ariana have done more for Tom if that was on the table?
0: Raquel had even less, I mean, way less self respect. So who knows? Who knows what she was doing? So maybe like
2: belly button sex or something. I don't, so weird. Um, Anything, anything else you're watching, you guys?
0: Uh, oh, um, based on a true story on Peacock with Chris Messina and Kaylee Quoco was so good, you guys. I binged it in like a day. But isn't that um, just like Only
2: Murders in the Building in California? No, it's a like, thing?
0: literally not at all. Not at, And okay. I, mean, I never watched Only Murders in the Building because I just like don't care about that.
2: Officially, you, you know? don't know. It could be like Only Murders in the Building. It could but you be. Don't
0: know. No, but basically it's like they want to cash in. It's a comedy. And like I just watch anything with Chris Messina because I love him. But it's a comedy and they're trying to cash in on like the – the true crime industrial complex with a yeah. with a podcast, and it's really fun. It's really good. It's also with Tom Bateman. I think his name is the British actor that was also in Behind Her Eyes. If anyone remembers that Netflix show, um, so that was really fun. That was like an okay, exciting watch so- for me. I'm catching up on Martha's okay. Vineyard. Um, what else you I did, Natalia
2: like Grace? Right, Natalia Grace. You did, oh, Curious yeah, of Natalia, Grace. Watched
0: Natalia Grace. Like, watched Natalia,
2: love that. Um, yeah. I- I've started that ultimate the queer ultimatum show, which I kind of dig on Netflix. Oh,
0: yeah, I've been meaning to watch that too. I haven't watched it yet, but I watched the first season, so yeah.
2: But my- Black Mirror, you guys, really try Black Mirror this week if you're looking for something yes. scripted. I think it's really well done. I'm going to try based on a true story. Uh, and Sophie, what else is going on this week? Anything to uh, did you start writing again? You said two weeks ago. You're yes. starting the writing again.
0: Yeah. So I'm starting the writing again. So stay tuned for that. I finally, I don't know if you <laughs> saw my tweet, but I am back on ADHD medication after. The Wait, I did game.
2: see that. Wait, what does that mean exactly? And so I did there's see that. Been
0: a nationwide shortage since last fall, last summer. And I have not been able, like many people have not been able to get my ADHD medication. And I was trying to convince myself I didn't need it. I was like, I'm fine. I can live life. But I ended up switching to a different medication that I was able to get and got prescribed. So
2: not... um, It's not not uh... the one that I was
0: on before. It's a different one. And um, I feel like a normal human again. And I'm really, I feel like I was kind of just like living in like fog brain fog for the past few months. So I feel like myself again and yeah, feeling great. And again, how long, how
2: long had you been on ADHD medication?
0: Probably for like, I was diagnosed as an adult, but it's probably been like six or seven years now. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. So I feel like, you know, a human again. That's amazing. And yeah, I feel back to my normal self. Which is great. And my heart, again, if you're one of those people that's affected by the by the medication shortage, which I know is a lot of people responding to my tweet, like, my heart goes out to you and there are, like, other options. Just, you know, if you talk to your doctor, find some pharmacies, you have to, like, do some work, but... It'll be okay. Well, I'm I mean, are you say- allowed
2: to say which one you discovered that was uh, was okay, that, that that works for you?
0: Am I allowed to, like, say that? Like, I don't know. It's I don't know why that. you wouldn't
2: be. I don't, I don't know.
0: Okay, but you talk my- about
2: mental health and we talk it's about... It's my
0: bands because the one that I was on before, which was called Focalin, was... It's made with amphetamine salts, which is what the shortage... It's what's, you know, that's yeah. what's being tightly regulated. And I hope, I also hope saying this doesn't cause a Viband shortage because I know we're very influential <laughs> people. But um, yeah, yeah Vibands. Yeah, it's like, also,
2: uh, I talk about Diet Coke. Please do not do a run on Diet Coke, please.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so vivans isn't made with amphetamine salts and you can't snort it because it comes in a capsule. So it's less tightly regulated. So, yeah, Vyvanse has been easier for me to get. And I, again, just... Feel- By the
2: guys, remember, like, medication is there. Like, and you use it responsibly. It, you know, this, this is very right. real. Like, people, these are very real symptoms that you actually can treat. Don't be scared yeah. of that. Don't live your life, uh, you know, like, where you have to actually, you know, be less than when you... Uh, so, anyways, I think that's actually awesome to hear and a message that we do need to talk about way more so congratulations sophie i'm glad that you are alive again and Woo! you guys thank you so much for being Woo! here i'm um, gonna like, be oh my Christmas. god I'm like stop enjoy your jersey shore day whatever you're doing uh sophie and happy father's day on monday to all the fathers out there we're huge with fathers this show so uh, big, father,
0: big, big father big fathers
2: stuff. And you guys, I'll let you know, we have, uh, I think, a full week of shows, and then I think I might have to take a little bit of a break, but I'll let you guys know as soon as I know more about that. And just have a great week, you guys, and we'll talk to you soon.
0: Have a great week, everyone. Love ya.